This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! What is up, everyone? It is Friday night, and I do not know what week of self-isolation this is, but it's been a long time since we've been on air, a whole three weeks, maybe? And for you, Fred, about five weeks, seven weeks, a year? When was the last time you were here? Maybe a month ago. Wow, a whole month. Look at you just dropping off the planet. Yeah, it felt good for a little bit. Yeah. Felt good, too. Felt good to be away from social media. Oh, well, yeah. As, as I've said before, even on the show I did by myself, social media is a cesspool. It must be navigated very, very yeah. gingerly. It's like a minefield of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here we are. We are back. It is Indie Alley, folks. Your place for independent comics and independent wrestling. The independent comics still haven't quite returned, but we've got something figured out for tonight. And there is still a bit of independent wrestling. So let's jump right into it. First of all, Fred, what the hell have you been doing? Um, I've been watching TV, <laughs> watching <laughs> a lot of like documentaries, uh, movies, hanging out. You know, uh, Joey's been training. Um, he continues to train. Uh, he hasn't given up, <laughs> um, which is I'm very surprised. I am very surprised about that. He just said, oh, okay, could you hear him in the background? Yeah, so, but let me ask, is it kind of like, you know, when you're in prison, how those guys go into prison and they just get all buff work out because there's nothing else to do? Is the poor kid going stir-crazy locked in the house, <laughs> burning off aggression? No, because he's, st- he, he's still doing the same stuff, like playing video games and uh. um, watching certain things. But, uh, you know, we've been binging the, the Last Dance, the Michael Jordan the Chicago Bulls thing. Gotcha. And then I just got back to um, watching a little MTV. And, you know. Uh, MTV? Have you ever. Yeah, like, you know, those shows like The Challenge and things like that. Ah, no, I never like, watched they those. Had, like, the, they had, like, the real world versus the real rules cast, and they all live in a house, and they do a lot of events, and they do some crazy stuff, like, like some Ninja Warrior shit and stuff, huh. and then they vote people off. So we've been binging a lot of that because before the kids were born, that's what I would do when I was drinking beers, doing 12-inch <laughs> curls before I did wow, you know, uh, 35-pound curls, 40-pound curls, you know. I think <laughs> I've only seen parts of The Real World Season 1 and 2. Other than that. Is that the one with, with uh, Puck? Yeah, I think so. 2 is Puck. Puck. 2 also has what's-his-name who turned um, – Turned Kyle Rayner into a half Mexican. Uh, what's his name? One of the guys in the house. He married the Asian um, doctor Judd Jug Winnick. Is that his name? Is was that was the second one real world? San Francisco, uh, right? Oh, I thought San Francisco was the first one. No, New York was the first one. I'm sure of that. New York was the first one. Okay. See, I was going to say that was a uh, uh, real world. Uh, was Seattle three? Maybe, maybe that Jed was in the Seattle one, but I thought he was in the San Francisco one. San Francisco has had Pedro, right? 
Yes, Pedro and Puck. Yes. Puck was always eating his scabs, doing weird shit. Yeah. He was like a um, punk rocker. And Judd was a friend of Pedro's. And then he married. Okay. There was an Asian doctor, and they ended up getting married. Um, they were on the show together. Yeah. But Judd, he, he wrote comics for DC. I don't know if you knew that. Okay. And he's the one that, that. Um, did um, Green Lantern and changed Kyle Rayner to half Latino. He gets credit for that. Hmm. <laughs> See, so the other people do come from the real world. Like we get the the Miz and a few other yeah. people. And what's her name? Oh, there's that one Asian actress who came from the real world, who's been like in all kinds yeah, of movies. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's she was from real world. I don't know her name, but she was from real world San Diego. Oh, okay, because I know like she was in the Gifted, the X Men movie, mm-hmm. and she yep. and she was in like Sucker Punch, and she's been in a lot of movies. I think she was even in that show on AMC called The Badlands or something. Mm. I think she was on that, too. I think so. So she's never really gotten a huge breakout role, but she's made a career. So the real world has produced something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're in the real world, too. So. Nice. So that's what you've been watching. <laughs> but it's it's it, it's good times. So, you know, it's it, it's kind of a lot like real world. You have the challenges, and then people hook up with each other. <laughs> Things haven't changed. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. But the boys have gotten old enough that they can watch it with us. <laughs> so uh, now I, I, I feel like, yeah, let's bust out, you know, the last 12 years I haven't watched. Um, nice. And maybe we'll watch some Jersey Shore. I oh, know. no. <laughs> you have to do a lot of explaining to the young one. <laughs> I mean, he, I, you should see his face now when he sees certain things happen. He'll be like, oh, he was like. Uh, something happened and he was like what challenge is that the make out challenge and I'm like uh, he's witty he's very witty but, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow you're going to introduce him to Wow and Snooky and yeah. oh boy <laughs> yeah yeah might as well I mean uh, you know I mean they they know people like these people so <laughs> I mean they have family that are like them oh uh, man so. so there you go Wow. And, uh, I mean, Vinny's a pretty decent guy to follow, I guess. Yeah. He's probably the only sane one. The only sane one <laughs> in the whole damn show. Yeah, I didn't, I, I kind of missed that whole thing, too. I didn't really get into Jersey. But did, did your kids get into that? No, not really. They're, they didn't really watch a lot of um, reality TV. They watched a little bit of Duck Dynasty. I caught them, and I was like, no, nah, turn that shit off. And, of course, <laughs> some Kardashians got in. And then my uh, youngest discovered um, Total Divas. And I, I kind of okay. let it slide because I'm a real anti-reality TV show person. So I'm like, turn that shit off. Um, but it was wrestling related. So I kind of let it slide. <laughs> what a hypocrite yeah, I am. Like, you know this is scripted, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. They're going to go to the wrestling ring. I could justify yeah, watching yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, at least, I mean, I, I was like, well, it could be this. I mean, I'm not watching Flavor of Love or anything like that yeah. or the Brett Michaels thing and stuff. So, I mean, I, I guess. Or The Apprentice. But, oh, and and then we watch Cribs, too. Oh. We've been watching a lot of Cribs, like old episodes of Cribs. And I'm like, see? But then they, they rip on the TVs. They're like, so you guys thought those TVs were cool back then? And it's the box backs that were really uh-huh. big and stuff. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah, that, and they're like, you know, cracking on everything that's outdated. But I mean, I had whatever. this big Sony 
that was like that. And I swear to Jesus, it would take four people to lift that thing. Those things were so Yeah, I got one in the basement right now. <laughs> Those big ones? They like way yeah, a ton. I told, I told my buddy the other day, he said, he said, don't you have one of those in your basement? Because we talked about the TV and stuff. And he was like, "Aren't you, why don't you just get rid of it? I was like, you know, once the guy comes in and replaces our refrigerator and stuff, because we're supposed to have the kitchen redone, I mean, after this pandemic's over. I said, yeah, I'll probably just pay the guy that brings the old refrigerator to the basement that he takes the TV out to with the old refrigerator. So there you go. Uh, I'm not that that thing could hurt me. I was like, dude, I'm in my 40s. Yeah, Chill out. Yeah, I'm not. Those, that's a hernia. Those things are insanely <laughs> heavy. Yep. Yeah. No. Screw that. Screw that. Yeah, I haven't watched much TV like you. I just I watch wrestling. I'll save that for the wrestling part of the show. I've watched a lot of old wrestling. I did watch a little bit of the Michael Jordan thing. I kind of, yeah, about two or three episodes. I'm not a big Jordan guy, so I lost interest pretty quickly. Um, it reminded me Did how much I hated Carmen Kraus. It, it reminds me how much I hated Kraus. Even then, as a as yeah. a hardcore Pistons fan, I felt sorry for the Bulls because of what he was doing. I'd yeah. forgotten what a piece of shit he was and what he did to that yeah, team. Yeah, he, he was terrible. Um, Phil, Phil was right with a lot of things the Phil must smoke a lot of weed <laughs> um because the, his like everything he talks about is like uh so he, he was hipster before hipster was cool I guess <laughs> oh um, yeah he was um but yeah I liked it did you see the episode with Carmen Electra yeah the Jordan went in there and um she hid or some mm -hmm. shit yeah I saw that she still looks good for 46. She sure does. Plastic works, man. Plastic works. Yeah. Is that plastic? Is that what that There's is? There's a bit of plastic, I think. There's got to be a little. Well, yeah. Some some things were plastic before <laughs> then, too. So, yeah, I agree. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, she looks good. Um, that, that one was interesting. You know, my only problem with that episode is they glossed over a few things. Like, they didn't get into the fact of what a baby Pippin used to be against the bad boys they didn't talk about that and i no. recall they we beat the shit out of pippin we used to fucking beat mm -hmm. the shit i mean jordan would get back up and fight back but pippin didn't it took pippin a yeah. like couple seasons before he finally manned up to the well yeah their their thing always was and um i mean i remember going getting autographs and talking to these players um you know like bill and Isaiah and stuff, and they would say, and they even said in the documentary, the only way that you beat Michael Jordan is you don't let him get in the air. Mm -hmm. And um, they would seriously take him out. Yep. Clothesline, they they were wrestlers. They had the Justin Hawk Bradshaw uh, clotheslines, you know, all types of things. And that, that's what made them bad boys. And nowadays you get a, like, a lot of those younger kids and stuff that they think like bad boys <laughs> means like they're like good because bad means good now. Yeah. But when I was a kid, bad meant bad, and that was like they were bad asses and they would beat your ass. Yeah. And <laughs> I knew they were dirty. I grew up in that, and that's how we played in the streets in, in Flint. Yeah. I mean, if you went to the hole, you were on your ass. Exactly. Everybody <laughs> played that way, though. That's the thing. It's not just they. I mean, yes, they were. They took it to the extreme, but. It's not like the Knicks didn't play that hard. It's not like there was a lot of teams that played that hard. That, they Boston. all played like that. And that, the, the whole um, East back then was hardcore. Like you had the Detroit, Indiana was tough. 
Chicago was tough. Milwaukee was tough. Boston. Cleveland was tough. You know what? Cleveland wasn't. Boston. I was going to say that. That's why Cleveland never won a championship. You know how they talk about how Cleveland was a good team, and they did. They had tons of time. I feel like yeah. T- Cleveland never had that extra, like, toughness. No, they, they didn't have, like, the, the, somebody to push them over the top. Like, they had Larry Nance, and they had Hot Rod Williams and Craig Elo and Mark Price. Price. But they didn't have... They didn't have like the guy to go with Mark Price because Mark Price was their offense. Yeah. I mean, they had Brad Doherty, but they didn't have. I mean, <laughs> we're making this a sports podcast. Yeah. They didn't. <laughs> well, they didn't have those guys. Yeah, it's true. So we should move off from the sports. We got. It. That's why I didn't want to get in it. But I haven't watched it all. So yeah, I mean, we're showing our age, like we relive in the late '80s, early '90s. <laughs> yeah, we watched it. Yeah, I'm sorry, but um. Old LeBron hasn't gone to the hole against something like that before. No. I want LeBron to see LeBron be choke slammed. I want to see him take it to the rack against the you know the original bad boys when they were in their prime. You know. Yeah, take take it down on uh, Rick Mahorn and Bill Lambier. Yeah, with Rodman yeah. coming because from really, the backside to rip the ball out of the back of your hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I remember Barkley and. Um, uh, uh, Bill and Beer getting fist fights and blood being dripping down both those guys' faces. They didn't care. Like they thought Bill, because he grew up in you know a suburb and stuff, and he went to Catholic schools his whole life. He he wouldn't fight, but he was aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> Different time. Different time. Yep. <laughs> but the, but the, here's the thing: Danielle didn't know. She didn't know Isaiah was as mean as he was. And I was like, why did you not know that? I was like, Dad, he's the biggest backstabber on the team. He always had been. He'd give Bill Lambeer black eyes, everything. And I said, is it because of his smile? And she said, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, well, then you fell for yeah. it. <laughs> he used that smile to his advantage, man. He was. He was an asshole. But... He's from Chicago. <laughs> Come on. From the streets. That smile has gotten him over with everyone. <laughs> He just smile. White people be like, he's a nice guy. <laughs> oh, man, come on now. He knew how to play you. <laughs> he was a bad boy. That's what made him great. And he's a good, he's a cool guy. I've met him a few times. But, I mean, I wouldn't want to fight, play against him. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Well, now we really went off the rails and turned this into a sports yeah. buy. How far in? Yes. And we haven't even talked about any comics. But, see, that's what happens when comics don't ship. That's not our fault that comics yeah. are not shipping. But we yeah. heard today that Diamond finally has a date. What was the date you read that Diamond's going to start shipping some comics? I believe it said May 20th, which is 12 days from today. So when this podcast drops, you have 10 days. So next week we won't have new comics, but maybe the week after that? Yeah, so I guess we'll have to do like one more week of this one segment or something just to tie us over. But we should have something we'll have by... To dig some shit that, out of our... Week creative minds which aren't too creative yeah. but we'll try yeah. yeah but i read i got comics i told you that but they're dc comics yeah that doesn't work for here yeah it's not very helpful but i did get comics. <laughs> <laughs> just saying <laughs> i know but it doesn't it doesn't help us right now yeah so i also saw that marvel has decided that some of their titles are going digital only and it really really pissed me off because one of them is the hawkeye book by Matthew Rosenberg, which I was buying. And as I told you off the air, I only buy four Marvel comics. That is it. That is it. And that was one of them. And I understand that it's better that at least digital versus completely being canceled, but I don't want a digital comic. I collect comics. Why do I want to collect a digital file? 
I don't want to collect a digital file. I can't trade my digital file for another digital file. You know what I mean? I can't sell it. I can't flip it. I can't frame it and put it on my wall. I can't. So what you what you're telling people is that you're a collector and you're a hoarder, not a minimalist. Exactly. Right? I'm not a minimalist. You all you have to do is go into this room over here and see comics all over the freaking place. <laughs> <laughs> There's comics behind me. There's comics in every room in this house except for my kids, I think. And there might even be one in there, too. But I have them everywhere. Why? I don't want digital comics. It really annoys me that they're doing that. And I, it's another reason why to be mad at Marvel. But, oh, well. It, at least DC is putting the actual comic out still. So so you, you enjoyed that about Hawkeye comic a lot? Then? I did. I did enjoy it because I read... Um, he wrote a... Stranger Tales, I think that's it, or Marvel Tales of Suspense. I can't remember the name of it. But it was a Hawkeye and um, Winter Soldier team-up. I think it's okay. six issues. It's really good. You know, it sounds like a Vince McMahon booking, like he just throws two stars together. No. And it's like you guys could become a tag team. No, it was really good because it, 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 the comic takes place right after Civil War II. And if you read Civil okay. War II, um, Black Widow dies. In Civil War Two, so both these guys were in love with Black Widow. So here's two of his her so exes. It sounds like okay. The, now it were sounding like the challenge okay. from MTV. I'm there into we it. go. Okay. So you got these two exes, <laughs> and there's been sightings that Black Widow is alive. So these two, oh, they're out looking and trying to figure out this mystery: is she alive or not? And it's they like don't really get along. You know what I mean? They tolerate each other. Mm -hmm. And Bucky's very much a straight man. Bucky doesn't, you know, he, there's no laughs. And then we know Hawkeye. Hawkeye's a fuck-up. And um, it's just, it was great writing. It was perfect for Rosenberg. His comedy worked in it. The story was interesting. I, I really dug it. So okay. I'd recommend it. I think it's like six or seven so issues. The, Tales of Suspense. So, I think that might be it. I don't know. So uh, Hawkeye, which is the better Hawkeye? Hawkeye from the Marvel comics, Hawkeye from Hawkeye Pierce from uh, MASH, or the Iowa Hawkeyes, Hayden Fry. Well, not the Iowa Hawkeyes, that's for sure. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask for uh, clarification on the Hawkeye from MASH. Are we going to do um, Hawkeye from the movie? Are we going to no, do from Hawkeye the from the show. TV show? Oh, if you'd have done the TV movie, show. I'd have picked the movie. But you went with the TV show, so I'm going to go with the comic. Because I like the actor okay. in the movie. What's his name? Donald Sutherland is the actor in um, the movie. Okay. So, one of my favorite movies, actually. There, there you have it. Mm -hmm. That could be a sneak preview for uh, next week's uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, a game we'll be playing. <laughs> Would you rather? Would you rather? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, I have one other comic I want to hit. Before we move on, because I did read something. One of our friends, um, he goes by Peace Love Comics. A lot of you guys know him and follow him on Twitter. He's a very positive guy. He does reviews. He's written articles for Comics Bookcase, formerly Batman's Bookcase. Um, and he started. But he's a Spartan. But yeah, I was going to say, even though he's a Spartan. <laughs> sorry. Go blue. <laughs> he has written his own comic. He's written a novel before, and I've purchased his novel, but he has his own comic. And I bought his comic over this break, well, your break, and, <laughs> and I checked it out, and it's pretty cool. It's his first comic ever. The name of the comic is Content, and you can find it on his website. Um, his, what's the name of his website again? Er, da, 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 da. 
I should know this, and I forgot. Oh, Black Hole Comics. He's the co-founder of it. Black Hole Comics and Entertainment. So it's not just a comic publisher that they put together. There's going to be short stories and other things going on there. I don't know the other guys that are involved with the actual site with him, but I really like his work. And anyway, the comic is pretty awesome. He His artist is Vincent Van Hoof, who he said he met through, um, you know, DeviantArts. They got together, hooked up. He did his cover for Mystic Man, if you've seen Mystic Man. It's kind of a painting style. Almost looks like oil paints. Um, it's really cool looking. It's a sci-fi. He bases a lot of it on um, Greek mythology, which he's a huge fan of. Um, this is like a murder mystery. It's it's a big time world building he's doing here and it's just one comic to just kind of give you a taste of what's happening next that's what it felt like it felt like you know your first episode you know there's not a lot you can like glean the first for first issue of a kicks if of a kickstarter yeah definitely but you can buy the digital versions right now from his site which is um the um black hole comic site and i'm going to put the link up in the description of this so you guys can find it. it's a dollar 99 there's no Sweet. There's no physical issues yet because of coronavirus. So it's just right mm -hmm. now you can just get digital stuff. Uh, but it's pretty cool. For a buck ninety nine. you can support him. He's a great guy, and I really enjoyed it. I'm um, looking forward to what he does next. So I just... wonder if he's printing this in um, Michigan. Mm, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you because I don't know where his artist is from. So, okay. um, so I don't know who's doing the printing. I don't know between the two of them how they have their um, division of labor broken up. I mean, I should probably try to actually have a deeper conversation with him about it. Um, his real name is Torin Chenault. Um, we always call him Peace Love Comics, but that's his name, and that's when you look him up, the author of, um, like I said, you can find Mystic Man on um, Amazon, the novel. Yeah, doesn't he Doesn't he write reviews, or didn't he used to write reviews for... Um... Uh, Batman's yeah. bookcase, mm -hmm. but now it, is it still called? It's called it's comic called comic book bookcase or something like that. That's why I said yeah, Zach's page. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he had to, he changed it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good place to uh, get all your content from too. Yeah. Reviews definitely stand up guys over there. Yeah, so definitely give it a check check it out. Um, like I said, I'll put the links in this, and I just wanted to shout it out. Um, Maybe we'll do it more justice some other time if Fred's had a chance to check it out or something. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Or another issue comes out. Hey. But that's all I have on the new comics. But we have kind of a a fun little, I guess, I don't know, what would you call it? Gimmick, idea. I don't know if it was necessarily fun putting together. It was kind of mind racking at a little bit. <laughs> and you told me not to overthink it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to create um, factions from publishing companies explain what a faction and, is to these non-wrestling fans okay a faction is like you know um everybody knows who rick flair is because of uh rap songs and stuff because you know rick flair's in every rap song <laughs> even there's a song called the rick flair drip um <laughs> and everybody every little lady is a uh, wants to go to Space Mountain. So when they talk about Space Mountain, that's Ric Flair. Woo. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so the faction is is we'll take members, and usually it's from anywhere from three to five members to be considered a faction. We went with the number five, and from this group, they basically become like a Justice League in a way. Mm -hmm. Like they all meet together and they fight together, um, under one banner. Yeah. The NWO so, was a faction. Yes. Um, 
what's the other the undisputed era undisputed uh, era uh, inner circle the bullet club yes the bullet club so you know gr groups like that uh japan loves the factions so <laughs> yeah dx yeah japan loves the factions a lot they love a lot of weird stuff but <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so we, we're gonna take two publishing companies and uh before this started andrew decided that he was gonna take boom right boom and I decided to take Dark Horse, which, man, <laughs> I didn't realize how tough it was going to be to get five characters. But, I mean, five decent characters to kind of make you think, like, oh, okay, you know, expand your horizon with these publishing companies. Yeah, Boom was in no walk in the park either. I misunderstood what I was doing as did well. You, did you name, happen to name your I faction? did name my faction. Of course I named my faction. What'd you name it? Well, my faction is going to be very simple, and you're going to say I kind of copped out, but it, it's perfect. I have to go with the Legion of Boom. Okay. I mean, think the you know you, you you're going to think that mine's as cheesy as yours because I went to the Dark Horse order. Ah, the Dark Horse. I thought you might go with a four <laughs> Dark Horse. I thought you might go there oh, too, no. but I'll, ah, you fooled me. You went with the Dark Horse. Okay. Yeah, because when you hear my team, you'll be like, oh yeah, they are like the Dark Horse. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> mine are baby faces. Um, I would okay. I would describe them as like New Japan's chaos. Um, so you have the guys that lean a little more towards babyface, the Okadas, the Ospreys, the, but they also aren't afraid to get dirty and tear shit up. So, but they're not straight up heels. So you want to give your first member of your uh, faction? The first member and the leader of my faction is Erica Slaughter, the Monster Hunter from Something Is Killing the Children. Um, if you've read Something Is okay. Killing the Children, she's the badass with the, um, the, is it like knives or a sword? I can't remember. And um, she's the one that's on all the covers with the, she's mm -hmm. practicing very safe standards for coronavirus. She's wearing her little mask and mm -hmm. she's killing monsters and she's a real badass and she's my leader of my team. So my team is definitely intergender. They'll fight dudes. They're not scared of dudes. They kill monsters. Yeah, okay. So whoever you throw at her, she's ready. Okay. So whoever, uh, so since you have a sword wielding person, um, okay, so some might, people might think that this uh, character that I'm going to choose right here will they're not at Dark Horse anymore. Mm -hmm. This book currently is at IDW, but um, it's a rabbit, a rabbit warrior, uh, and uh, I know you know, going. rabbit warrior, and um, in Japanese is Usagi Yojimbo. Yes. So I took Miyamoto Usagi to be my first character to mm -hmm. match up with her. I see. I see. Going with animals. We're not scared to skin yeah. a rabbit. So. <laughs> I mean, I mean, wrestling has a lot of hillbillies, and I'm sure they've been with animals before. Just say it. Just say it. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to go dark with my second one. Even though it's a good guy, it's dark. I'm going to go. He has his own comic. He's from a famous TV show, Angel. He's a vampire. Um, Angel's a vampire who has spent his whole life trying to make up for the fact that he was evil when he was first turned. He teams up with mm -hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, he's a good guy. I read this comic. It's Brian Nibbert Hill. It's an amazing comic to check out on Boom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Erica Slaughter is kind of like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like more badass, I guess. So it works. So yin to yang, he's teaming up with another um, female slayer. 
So my second member okay. is Angel. My second member would have to be the Predator. Ooh. Um, there's, I don't really have much to say about the Predator. Everybody should know who the Predator is, and he's yeah. a badass. We, we just lost. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to beat the Predator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. We don't have anyone to beat the Predator. And, and, and matter of fact, what's cool about this is if you have Comixology, the first two omnibuses of the Predator are free Ooh. on there. That's so just go there to, to under Dark Horse's label. Boom. You got them. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to go with another sword wielder for my second. This one's going to be the least known of mine. It's from a comic called um, Ronin's Island. Because um, I was looking for good guys. And that's the other problem with Boom is a lot of them are just like people. They're, they don't have powers. So I was looking for a good guy. And uh -huh. uh, her name's Hana. She is a she was an orphan child. She's Korean. So she's been trained in the samurai arts, but she can't be a samurai. So she's a ronin and she's she's not scared to kill. It's a great book. Um it's written by Greg Park. Uh definitely recommend checking it out. And Hana, it's a cool wrestling name, reminds me of from the leader of Tokyo um Cyber Squad from Stardom. Her name is Hana. So I went with her based on that. It's probably my well, we're gonna, member. Uh, we're going to take your Hannah Montana that you just <laughs> mentioned. Hannah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to match up with a four-legged beast. Oh, my. This four-legged beast happens to be a Scottish terrier named Lundy. Named what? He is from the, Lundy from the Beast of Burden book. <laughs> the Wise Dogs of Eldrick Men. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of oil paintings, if you like uh, that type of art that uh, Andrew mentioned, this book right here is fantastic art. Although I do not like the book, <laughs> I, <laughs> I love do the love book. the art. <laughs> I love the book. Beast of Birds is an excellent series. <laughs> yes, and this this dog is magic wielding, and he can throw fireballs and all types of things at you. Mm -hmm. uh, he is quite the badass. See, I don't think um, I have any magic guys. <laughs> Nice. But, uh, yeah, that's the one that I was like, I'm going to throw you off with this one. <laughs> you definitely threw me off because I know you don't like that comic. So that threw yeah. me. Okay, my next member is Kimberly Ann Hart. Do you know who Kimberly Ann Hart is? Is that Melissa Joan Hart's sister? Nope, it's not. Okay, I don't know. It's the pink Power Ranger, dude. That's her oh, name when oh. she's not in her gear. So my, my last one is the pink Power Ranger. She is a gymnast and an acrobat. Of course she's a power ranger she's doing a good guy and she's the pretty one so as joey likes to say andrew likes the pretty ones <laughs> so so i picked her for my team so another you know positive okay. good one and a great comic yeah. um check it out lots of people have worked on that one but check out it if nothing else check out shattered grid which is around maybe the seventh or eighth trade it's an event Really awesome, but I can't mm -hmm. recommend those Power Ranger comics more. They're they're really good. Yeah, um, I'm not into that stuff. I'm telling you, the comics good. It's one of those <laughs> things where like I'm not into Power Rangers, and then you're gonna. It's Kyle Higgins writes on it. Ryan Ferrer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Marguerite Bennett. I mean, some really good yeah. writers. I'm just a generation before that. Like when that became cool to watch on TV, I was already out of high school, I think. But uh, I'll take your little pretty pink panther. <laughs> And I'm going to match her up with another smart-ass Golden Gale uh, from the Black Hammer universe because um, she's pretty, too. Pretty young, <laughs> pretty young. and pretty old. 
she's the ultimate extremes <laughs> and she's yeah, foul she mouth very yep and she's my type of gal <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's like a sailor oh my god <laughs> but, she's the lady that yeah, sits at the end I, of the bar at your local dive bar man that neighborhood bar yeah, smoking it's, cigarettes and right sunny <laughs> just 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 picture watching cops and you're thinking the trailer park's being in uh somebody's getting busted and you got that drunk lady Yep, welcome to Golden Gale. Uh, she's fantastic. Right. Great entertainment. I mean, uh, it's one of my favorite characters. Uh, but, yeah, I'll th that's how I'll see your Pink Panther right, right. there. Well, this is where I win it all. I mean, this is where it's over. This is where okay. my final member is the greatest member of all. My final member is Klaus. Klaus? Who? Klaus. As in Santa oh, Claus. Like, Okay. This is a comic about okay. Santa Claus, but Santa Claus is a badass. Santa Claus looks like Rolo mm -hmm. from Vikings. You ever watch Vikings? Mm -hmm. So he's a big old badass. Who, like who, who wrote that? Who, who was the writer of that? I um, 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 Grant Morrison. So it's Grant Morrison oh, and yeah. Dan Mora art. Amazing art. Everybody knows who Dan Mora is. If you read DC and mm -hmm. Marvel, you know who Dan Mora is too. Not just. Okay. And he won awards for this. Uh, it says this more than once within the trade, and the trade is available on Comixology also, no cost. I read it last night. Klaus means victory of the people. I have the people's champ, dude. I have okay. the people's champ. Can you smell yeah. what I'm cooking? I have well, the, the people's champ. I it's mean, fucking Santa Claus. Can, I mean, he's not real. <laughs> um, anyways... Uh, sorry to bust it yeah. to any kids listening. Don't let right any now. of Joey's friends listen. You might, someone might. Okay. <laughs> if they still believe in me, wow. Anyways, um, yeah, seeing you have the people's chant, well, I have the mongrel king, and that mongrel king it happens to be the character, the main character from Berserker Unbound. Mm. Um, it's like he's a Conan type, yeah. he can uh time jump, uh, he figures that out in that book. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, he's pretty badass. And speaking of great art and great um, writers, Jeff Lemire wrote that, and Mike Diodato did the art on that book, which is pretty fantastic. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I we'll let the people decide who who's got the better faction. Has the better I guess. faction, even though I mean I got Santa Claus guys. I mean, you're gonna go against Santa yeah. Claus? You're gonna risk your Christmas but presents? I have the, no Xbox for you. I have the e I have the Easter Bunny. You have the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess Usagi, technically. Usagi yeah. Ujimbo. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a dog. Yes, you do have a dog. You have all the animals. Um, yeah. I told you I was making a hillbilly-ish. Klaus has a giant wolf with him, so. Yeah, I'm telling you, my team is strong. My team is going to win it all. Um, check out those comic books, I'm telling you. They're all coming from good callbacks. Yeah. Now, I got a call out when you put your... There were some people I thought for sure would be on yours that you didn't get. You didn't do um, Skull Digger, surprisingly. Yeah. I thought Skull Digger was a, like a guaranteed member of your team. I, well, I, when when I picked my squad, I wanted to take um, people like I thought about taking the mask um, based upon like the Jim Carrey mm -hmm. and stuff. If you've seen that in the, the book, I thought about Hellboy. I thought about a lot of them. The but I wanted to pick so Yeah, I wanted to pick some off-the-wall characters to be like, wait, they did that book on Dark Horse, you know, so, yeah. I mean, I really think, 
even though Beast of Burden isn't for me, it's it's a really good book. Yeah. It's just not my type of book. But if those are things you're into is like um magic and stuff and you love great art because these seriously the the art in this book looks like those um like uh paintings that you find on walls of mm-hmm. like your grandma's house when you were growing up. I mean yeah. it's it's really good, but it's it just didn't hit me. I know you liked it. So that's why I wanted to use it against you. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to pick comic characters from comics I've read. I wanted to make it real. And the only one I hadn't read at the time was Klaus. And luckily it was downloadable and I read it last night. And I was like, damn, this was a nice discovery. So doing this little thing, I read a cool comic. So it, to me it was totally worth it because I read something I wouldn't have read otherwise. And it was yeah, pretty- I can't get into Grant Morrison. It's real, dude. The art is pretty outstanding. If you liked Crone, like I know you did, the art is in that kind of style. It's that kind mm-hmm. of a book. Which, which is funny because I almost took the characters from that uh, book to put in this mm-hmm. uh, thing too. Was Crone because that's another dark horse. But I didn't want to go. I wanted to take him from all different years of uh, yeah. when creating it because I'm, I mean I I could have took Stranger Things stuff. Yeah. Because I well, I really like the the um, the kid with the hat. I forgot his name. He got the messed up. Yeah. Stuff. Um, yeah. I I, I want to just throw him in there. And be like every team has like a fat kid in. It. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That makes uh, sense. Yeah, I just wanted to have fun with it, and I just like you know the. I think the first two I thought of when we talked about it, the first two I came up with was Yusagi Yojimbo and um, Lone Lundy. And I immediately thought Lundy because I was like, he's not going to think I'm going to use this character. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I wouldn't have. The only one I thought of right away was Erica Slaughter. Other words, mm-hmm. I realized I kind of shouldn't have said yes to Boom because most of my favorite comics from Boom don't really have characters that way. Like Bone Parish, like really, there's nobody that stands out. A- Abbott. Okay, there's a female reporter. Do you really want her on your team? I thought about Black Badge, and I go, do none of the kids necessarily stand out above the other kids? You know, they're a faction. They're just a group of kids, you know? And mm. things like that, I start going down the list. I go, shit, what the hell am I going to use? So, no, they, Yeah, that's the thing that I've been finding out, because I really feel like if I took Image, you could get a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. But these two um, books... I mean, besides from, I mean, I could be slanted because I'm a Jeff Lemire fan. And, like, I feel like I could have just picked all of Jeff Lemire's Black Hammer characters and just threw them on the team. Yeah. But then I was like, you know, people be like, oh, yeah, well, way to cheat. You know, way to really. <laughs> way you know, to mail it in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I was, so then I was like, I'm, I'm, I wasn't looking for a layup. I was I was going for the slam dunk. So. There you go. <laughs> So that was, but yeah, I, I thought this was this would have been something cool just to get us to talk about certain books and promote things without you know just making it a little bit fun and then if somebody if it hits somebody, I mean, yeah, hopefully you know. we got some people. I mean, I know we're coming to the end of this and and comics are coming mm-hmm. back, so probably not everyone's going to go out and buy a lot of back issues, but we still have another week of maybe you looking for something to read and maybe for one of the ones we talked about and boom dark horse something you really haven't looked at that's another reason why i didn't want to do image because pretty much everyone knows image um maybe you'll just you know, something we talked about will spark you to go on comiXology and read something that you had never read before and discover something else so yeah try something different i mean uh 
I I started reading some of the Usagi Yujimbo, and I'm not really into that type of stuff. But since I've been watching more manga mm-hmm. uh, title stuff, because Joey's been watching a lot of it, um, I find it interesting. I've actually picked up a few manga books too because of it. So I mean, if you're into that stuff, right that's your type. And I think. Uh, Dr. Joe is a big fan of that book, too. He so. is a big fan. We both talk about that one occasionally. I'm about to do a big read of Usam. I can't even say it. I'm about to start reading some of that real soon. So, Yeah, Rabbit Warrior. Rabbit Warrior. <laughs> Very cool. Well, that's, Translation. that's all I have comic-wise. Um, we can jump right into the wrestling. Um, yeah. Let me get uh, donuts. He's trying to put something in his mouth right now before being unprofessional. Um. What are you talking about, Carolina Blue? He can't hear you. I know. Fix your hat, Carolina Blue. There we go. What do you mean, fix my hat? <laughs> Looking like a scrub. You look like you look like that. You look like that dude from that. Uh, I haven't skipped any workout days though. You have. You still look like Montrose. <laughs> he looked like oh what's that oh pretty fly from a white guy <laughs> you know what song i'm talking about yeah. the offspring video yeah a pretty fly for a white guy <laughs> give it to me baby uh-huh, uh-huh. Whatever. what oh Whatever, he lifted a little got. weight he's getting a little cocky huh yeah Let's see how it is so what have you been doing okay uh try to catch up on my wrestling because I haven't watched anything live. Um, there hasn't been anything inc- live. Watched. He's trying to increase his calorie unless you, intake. Unless so you watch WWE, there hasn't been anything live until this week. This was the first week of live. Yeah. Um, also been working out and uh, <laughs> watching watching TV. Uh, like anime and stuff, yeah. Yeah, good. anime. Yeah. yeah good. What's the go-to mangas? Uh, you, uh, your, your TV show you've been watching. Well, what are you watching? I'm watching, like, right now I'm watching Naruto and Dragon Ball. Dragging your balls on what? The TV. <laughs> wow. Hell no. <laughs> Good thing there's a remote. You wouldn't be touching that TV. <laughs> You're supposed to be practicing. Six feet, bro. Six feet. <laughs> so you So that means you watched AEW today. You didn't watch any AEW in the past. You missed all the great... Great Jericho I commentary. Them. I watched them. Oh, you did. It was hard to, it was hard to get through them. Why is that? But like they weren't, they weren't bad matches. It just felt like, like it wasn't, like the energy wasn't there. I wasn't. Oh, really? I loved but it. But when I watched it this week, it was amazing. I was like, wow, this is the best show they put on, and like, since they stopped putting on uh, live shows. Interesting. <laughs> Can you hear his voice? His voice is changing. He's growing up right in front of us. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I disagree with you, but I understand what you're saying. Cause there were good matches. Because this week just... did feel like it was important again. With the pyro, with the full announced team, with you know, a real like structure. It felt like a it felt like a dynamite yeah. show where the other stuff just felt kinda yeah. like I don't know, felt, a hodgepodge. I feel like if it, if it wasn't, like, tented in, I probably would have been able to, like, mm. be able to watch it. Like, I think what I liked about the early stuff is they didn't take it seriously. 
And even they didn't take it too seriously this um, week either. And I don't mean by like the wrestling. The wrestling was top notch. And the wrestlers mm-hmm. were trying to win. But all the stuff going around the ring, all the wrestlers acting like goofballs, um, betting on the, you know, Spears and, and MGF have been betting on matches the whole time. And Britt Baker yeah, hitting people's shoes and just all the goofiness. I, I think that's the difference between them and WWE is WWE still trying to run the show like it's like like there's people there. Yeah, like I just got done watching NXT and they turn the lights off and they're like, all right, so in this corner, we've got the women's champion. Yeah. Come on, guys, let's hear it. Yeah, it's a little yeah. too. Were there people there? No, there's nobody there. They don't even have the wrestlers in the crowd. So they haven't adapted. They don't act like, and I think, not to get political, that has a little bit to do with the owner of the WWE is friends with another person who doesn't believe in calling this a pandemic either, if you know what I mean, you know, so. But I, th- I feel like the reason why he doesn't put wrestlers out there and stuff is because he doesn't want them to become bigger than him. Yeah. See, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't want their character. He wants control of the character. And AEW is allowing, even if you're on the sidelines and you're sitting there, you get to be whoever you want to be, and you can create your character even there, like advance it. Oh, yeah. That's one thing I've liked about this, I told you, without the crowd, is that there's been a lot of character advancement done by all these people just sitting around the ring. Pineapple Pete has a match with Jericho. (laughs) Just based on him being a goofball on the side of the, you know, ring... And Jericho talking smack about him on commentary. They created a match. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. That's yeah. why. Who's better? <laughs> What's better? Pineapple Pete. Pineapple on pizza. Or SpongeBob's pineapple under the sea. Pineapple on pizza. What? I'm a pineapple on pizza guy. Sorry. Oh, that's fucking nasty. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> with that's so gross. With ham, Canadian bacon. Mm-mm. Delicious. So you put Hawaiian and Canadian together, and you just yep do that some... at somebody's Italian home. Yeah, <laughs> at someone's Italian home, I order it. I'm not making my own pizzas. Well, that I'm I'm just calling the pizza itself the Italian home, and then you have the Canadian, and then you have the Hawaiian, and there it's a mixing of cultures. It's good. Okay, it's a mixing pot of cultures. It's a melting pot. <laughs> it's not a mixing pot. It's mixing pot. Just and... your voice starts cracking, and you, don't you think melt you're a man. Pots. Okay, but I do it. You don't melt what? You don't melt the pot. You melt what's in the pot. So it's weird. You can so melt the pot. Did you watch the Take W thing this week, Fred? Yeah, and my favorite part was um, Jake the Snake put his snake on Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, and twice. I was wondering, is his is Jake the Snake's snake bigger? Than Cody Rhodes is, which snake? I mean, that he 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 got right on top of her and he um yeah he straddled her yeah. with the snake. He really did. He put his snake. Oh, did it go on her face too? Yeah. He put his snake on her face. Jake put his snake you see, on her face. He stepped on the snake too when he was trying to get it out. Yeah. He like actually stepped on the tail of the snake. I mean, he's old. Yeah, he's gonna get bit. Maybe, maybe he couldn't see. He was wearing a mask because, um, I mean, he should be wearing a mask. He, <laughs> yeah, and so she got Jake put a snake on her, and um, Cody that didn't was, stop him. That was my favorite part of it. I was like, wow, 
Jake put a snake on Brandy. Because Cody, wow. it was explained, Cody was on the other side of the building getting changed. Like, I guess they said that he was, the locker rooms are where the Jaguars changed. So it wasn't right there. Okay. So, okay. so. so that's why he didn't interfere. That's why he didn't interfere. I didn't watch it live because I thought it was going to be in a tent again. So I watched it the next day. Ah. And I mean, I, I like other other things. I like the um, the Dark Order. Oh yeah, that was good. The Dark Order, and um, I like the way that they're they're using them now. And mm-hmm. the big dude, the I think they called him Ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see the Ten versus Perfect Ten for a match. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, that works. I, 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 I that. think that could work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like how the um, the green ones aren't wearing like. The Under Armour body suits anymore, and they actually look like they they could do something. It's they like, look like they had real wrestlers underneath this time. Yeah, and they had like, but they were like dressed up like in, like in uh, business more, sh- shirts. Well, yeah, because they're following the lead of Brody. Yeah. Lee. I, found, I found it was kind of weird before when they were in like the spandex. They signed somebody to be a member. Who he's like the boyfriend of that Anna J, and he's a wrestler, and they signed him to be in the Dark Order. Like if you watch the week before, they had a promo about this guy. He writes a letter to Brody Lee. Is that who Ten is? He says he's a football player and all this stuff. And yeah, they said he like he was is. trying he's to be big. a Heisman Trophy yeah. winner or something. So they legitimately signed him, and he's one of the Dark Order members. So they're trying to like fill the Dark Order with actual westlers now. So they're gonna get be, away from like yeah. now. Granted, they're unknown. And it wrestlers, seems like but, it would probably. And it's like they're actually like a threat now. Like the way that Brody, they actually have a leader now. So Brody Lee, like the way that they put Moxley out like that, that was. Was that was like crazy. He was like, "Dude, all you had to do was ask." <laughs> <laughs> well, why does yeah, SCU have to be involved in every Dark Order angle? It's like they killed Chris Daniels again outside the ring. It's like that's what they do. They like kill Chris Daniels. That's the Dark Order's mo. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. I, I I like that. I like the the last match was pretty good. I want more matches like that, like outside the ring, <clears throat> because I feel like when WWE was like, when they had the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. they had like boiler room most, brawls. Their stuff. most successful stuff was outside the ring, in my opinion. Like those were some of the best things. Yeah, because you remember it. Yeah. Well, did have you guys had a chance to see any of the live streams that got put up from that? So this is what from, happened. They encouraged from what. All the people watching, all the wrestlers watching, to live stream that match. They're hilarious. Britt Baker has one. Pineapple Pete has one. Uh, Marco Stunt has one. And so they're they're filming it, live streaming it on their phone, and they're giving commentary of it. And they're, it, it's hilarious. And I mean, it, they're uncensored. Like Brits is like she's all, oh my god, look what Ken- Kenny, you're a dick. When like Kenny, like like he threw. He threw Jericho into something, and then she's like cheering for Jericho. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens when you mess with Jericho. Don't mess with Jericho. And they're all talking. And then Pineapple Pete's giving his commentary, and it's just—it's crazy. You can hear all the f- people talking, like all they're like sitting watching it together and running around, like, "Oh my God, they just ran him over! Did you fucking see that? He just ran him over!" 
And that's crazy that they allowed that to happen, that they basically had their talent. WWE would never give up control that way to allow a bunch of wrestlers to film the whole event and put up whatever they want. So that was another cool thing that came out of it. But look for those. Look for those. You can Twitter, like, go to, like, Britt Baker's page or Pineapple Pete's page or one of the other ones, and you'll find it. A bunch of cool things. Did you see the way that when Sammy got hit by that thing, did you see the way he he sold that? Oh, yeah. I thought he really got hit at first. Yeah. I had to see a, like, replay of it to see how he kind of put his arm up and kind of took it off his arm, but it looked like he had taken it off the face at first. Uh, Yeah, because I was like, Wow, they really hit him. Yeah. He, they really just ran him over. Yeah, it was pretty wild. And then that jump that Omega did was pretty sweet. So, mm-hmm. yeah. They did a lot of neat things. Maybe yeah, he did it wearing, like, cowboy boots, didn't he? Well, they were all wearing jeans, except for, what's his name? Uh, Matt Hardy. Yeah. He it kept looked, changing. <laughs> it looked like he was wearing cowboy boots. I don't know. I don't Maybe I'm seeing things, but it, it just didn't look safe. <laughs> Yeah, well, there was a lot that That's wasn't probably, safe about that thing, but... It's probably the, I want to say, the best moonsault I've seen in a while. <laughs> like, the way that he landed on them instead of landing on his feet. Oh, yeah. From that height, he would have hurt himself on the concrete landing on his feet, probably, yeah. too. So, it's pretty good. It was great. You know, my only one complaint is I'm telling you that I've lost interest in Nyla Rose. And the women's division has been better with her gone. And I've really gotten into those other. And he came, she came back, and I was like, I don't really want to see her. I, I don't like her move set. I don't like her squash matches. Britt has become super entertaining. Sheeta is the best wrestler they have. Um, now yeah. Statlander was gone, but Statlander, I, I know how good she is. And then Penelope Ford shot up the rankings for me. Penelope Ford kicked some butt. Yeah. So because they were missing they were missing wrestlers so they gave her a chance her to a actually chance. wrestle and them. she shined yeah. all over the place and she was all yeah. over between dark and those things she was always on she was either out there with Kip Sabian or she was out there with um Havoc or she was out there on her own so good stuff yeah so those were the things i took away from it i think it was a lot of fun i think they don't take things seriously and they just put on a fun show they know that there's no one there they don't they don't act like the coronavirus isn't going on they they acknowledge it you know the bucks aren't here because you know he just had a baby it's not good for him to come um hangman page has decided not to come because he's social on the other side of the um they're on the other side of the country they could come though because junk because seu's been coming yeah okay but he just had a baby so he's not yeah he's not shouldn't be bringing that home yeah and they're they're honest about it instead of making up like I don't know if you know but they actually erased Roman Reigns from something this week. Like they edited him edited him out of something he was he's been in in the past. And they're not allowed to talk about him. Supposedly the announcers are not allowed to bring him up. So they act like Roman Reigns doesn't exist in WWE. In WWE? Yeah. Because he because he, he chose to stay home Mr. during all this. Oh wow. Maybe he leaves. I wish. <laughs> he's one of their high... He's, like, I th- I think... Um, I remember somebody... The WWE said who their top ten most paid people are. So, I think he was, like, top five. Wow. And for them to just erase him from recently. Yeah. Wow. I don't think he leaves, but I don't like the way they're handling no. it. So, 
That's why I'm not watching NXT or any of those other things. But I did see. I did watch NXT. You watched NXT? Good, because I want to bring up. I did see on the internet the entrance for Cross and Scarlet. And I do admit that was pretty badass. Yeah. It's a Karrion Cross and Scarlet debut. Uh Bordeaux was uh, such a cool name. It's a shame. Now, um, I'm going to throw something out there. Was that a wasted? Should have he just gone straight to Raw? Should have that? Because if that entrance had happened on Raw, don't you think it would have been like the biggest thing of the week? They probably, more people would have watched Raw. Yeah, and more people would have been blown away by him and... Raw's yeah. more about what the spectacle. Does look like? He comes out like, and they fill the whole arena with like smoke, and it's like, uh, like Alistair Black. Yeah, sort of like that. But it was but, better. And she's singing a song. It's her song. She's lip syncing, but it's her song, and it's this creepy ass. I don't know. I just think it was pretty awesome. It was definitely the kind of thing you'd see on Raw. Yeah. It, it was. It was. And big. Uh, you remember how like before, like when when Sin Cara wrestled, they would like turn the lights like all blue yeah for his match it was like it was still filled with smoke so it was still kind of creepy uh-huh. and and she's over there in the corner like sc- screaming and stuff and he's he's just uh destroying the guy in the ring and just keeps choking him out after he's already won the match and yeah it's like i don't know i think they should have moved him up to the main roster i don't understand the point of putting him on nxt because they tried to guy. compete with AEW and it's still not working. Yeah. Speaking. I mean, they had. Okay. I saw like their card and it was pretty stacked. And it even was. with the AEW's lackluster card, they still outperformed them again. Yeah. Um, they had a whole. T- they had two uh, heavyweight title matches: the Charlotte EO thing already, mm-hmm. and Adam Cole Velveteen Dream. Yeah. And both of them, I think, both retained. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. And then the debut of Cross, and they still yeah. couldn't. And. They still couldn't be Pineapple Pete. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Nope. Pineapple Pete's better than all of NXT. Dude, and the wrestling was so much better on AEW. I mean, yeah. Kazarian turned in a killer match. You even there was moments you actually believed maybe he could win, and then you like shake your head. Oh no, it's Mox. He can't win. They're setting up the pay per view. But it was that good of a match. Mm-hmm. You believed it, so good stuff. It, I just think that they have better writers at uh, AEW. They have they they they've built up their second tier people to a level of respect that we expect a good match. Janela gave Cody a good match. Yeah. Um, like I said, um, Kazarian gave Moxley a good match. Um, Archer was a bit Kip of a squash, Sabian. but you expect that. That's what Archer's doing right now. Kip Sabian's been giving good matches. Yeah, so there's good stuff going on. Um, you know the Guevara and Guevara and yeah. Allen. I don't know if you consider them like so second. So there's, it's it's just doing a better job now. What's this? Do you do you believe that though? AEW. I'm hearing the complaints is all they do is push WWE wrestlers, because now it's going to be um, Brody Lee. For the title, another WWE wrestler. No, I feel like that. Um, if he would have never went to WWE, he would still be one of the better wrestlers. And they're pushing right now. They're pushing the bigger guys, like do people, bigger, bigger guys. Do people even know he was in WWE? 
Yeah, no shit. Makes you wonder. Yeah, that, well, you know how bad the argument is, Fred? I've heard people trying to say that um, Lance Archer's a WWE guy because he was in WWE. He was Lance Hoyt, like, what, in the early 80s? Yeah. Or 90, late, they, early they 90s? Would, is it, like, really, like, they would say Luchasaurus? Well, they could say that about Kenny. Luchasaurus was in NXT. Kenny Omega was yeah. there, too. So that begs Box the question, when are you not a WWE guy anymore? I mean, seriously. I guess it's based on when you watched wrestling, like... So is Jericho a WWE guy or is he a WCW guy? He's, he's in, in my opinion, he was WCW and. Um, but what about for Joey? He really didn't watch and, WCW. No, not until I got older. Yeah. But I would, I would consider him a WWE guy. Yeah. See. But. What about Matt Hardy? Yeah. Is he an Impact Matt guy Hardy or is he a WWE guy to you? WWE guy. Yeah. He's not really. Even though Wait, he was which Matt Hardy. Too, Oh yeah, if it's because if it you just say Matt Hardy, like I, I, I picture him with Jeff and stuff and the Hardy Boys. But yeah. if 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 I see him like in his whole new gimmick, and you're like, uh, which company does he, is he, like, which company do you think he's from? Mm-hmm. TNA, because that's his whole thing. Yeah. How do you see Cody? Cody. WWE guy? I don't think I don't really think of him as a WWE guy anymore. I don't know. I just thought because he wrestled everywhere after, so I just that's just I th- Cody. I think he's after, an AW guy. That's I think I after mean. his uh, he changed his hair color. Yeah, he was. He's no longer WWE guy because he didn't have that look and in he WWE. He wasn't either. I wouldn't consider him a New Japan or Ring of Honor guy either. Mm-hmm. He's just. Just he's guy. just Cody or yeah. AEW guy. Yeah, because these same guys who make that argument, because I see them everywhere, they'll never admit that, well, AJ's not a WWE guy. Finn Balor's not a WWE guy, in my opinion. Um, Owens right. is not a WWE guy. I mean, what's the ammo, though, like when you say he's a WWE guy? Yeah, they had him. And guess what? They couldn't make him into the star that he's become at these other places. <laughs> they're trying to say it because they say they can't build their own stars. That's what they're trying to say. Somebody. Well, in that case, then WWE can't build their own stars because they take them from indies. If it, yeah. the only people I would consider that are WWE guys, right off the top of my head, that are still there, all the guys from the New Day. That's all. Roman That's all Reigns. Right now. The Roman Reigns Roman, is a yeah. WWE guy through and through. The only original WWE guy, in my opinion, is no. the, the Miz. Mm. The Miz. You don't think Roman? Roman really didn't wrestle anywhere else. I mean, he he wrestled in Florida, but that Florida was a was a yeah, feeder but I'm for saying, the Miz was before him, and yeah. he started at the tough enough stuff, and that's all he knows is WWE. Yeah. Charlotte. But for Roman Reigns, he has uncles and stuff that wrestled in all different companies. And they picked him up because of the name. And he's learned all different ways. I mean, he had his cousin, uh, Jacob. Isn't Jacob Fatu his cousin? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's not there. I mean, they they do go other places. Are uh, are the gorillas of destiny? Are those his cousins, or are they like? No. No, I. That's Haku's okay. Son. Yeah, but they're somehow related through a marriage, because I've seen like a bigger family tree. Yeah. And Haku's like, sister married is married to somebody in the uh, Fatu family. Um. So somehow they're like, they're like second cousins or something like that. So like, 
you're saying like uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. would wouldn't be considered like a heart, but they're related through a marriage. Yeah, he married a heart sister, yeah, right. a heart sister. But that's how it. I think that's how he's putting the haku. Thing. I think it's even more distant than that. But yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's not Haku himself who's married to a sister. It's like one of Haku's sisters is married to a Fatu or something like that. You know what I mean? So it's much more distant. Where With Davy Boy, oh, so he's actually, like a, his mom a is a heart. Right? Davy yeah. Boy Smith's mom is a heart. Yes. So oh, that's okay. the difference. Yeah. Okay. So even though he doesn't have the, the heart name. The son, it, it's more like... Brian Pillman's son there and Brian Pillman claiming to be a heart when they're no relation. Yeah. Okay. But they're like they're like family. Yeah. Yeah. They were treated like family and they were always there. Yeah. Okay. It's like Eddie and Benoit. They were family. Yeah. But they weren't related. Eddie and Eddie and Ray aren't related, are they? No. 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 Okay. That's it. So That's like messed that. up. No, I said they're not, are they? Because. They're, they always said that he was like my brothers. Yeah. Oh, yes, they're friends. I mean, they're close friends. Malenko, Jericho. Oh. Yeah, when you travel all the time together and you see those guys more than your family, they become your family. They were the Bullet Club without the Bullet Club name. They went all over the, all over the world together. I mean, they were all in yeah. Japan together. Then they were all in Mexico together. Then they were all in WCW Europe. together. And then they went to WWE together. All those guys. So they've been in and out of each other's lives since, you know, the young days, kind of like Bullet Club guys are. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, tell us about your MLW. MLW? I feel like um, the Super Series has been pretty good. And uh, I think that uh, this week's main event was okay, but I feel like Jordan Oliver really ruined it for me because he's so green. <laughs> and he's like, doesn't know how... He wasn't, because there's, like, still a language barrier uh. between the wrestlers and him, and he couldn't, like, uh, like, if somebody, let's say, oh, yeah, because outside the ring, he, one guy, uh, I think it was Mysticis, went for, like, an arm drag on him. Jordan Oliver didn't, like, do anything until, like, three seconds later. He was like, oh, that's what you're doing? And then just did, like, a flip or something. Uh. But the, um, Myron Reed and Coda Brazil could really... They really kept up with the other guys. Oh, interesting. It was a good match, though. Okay. Maybe, uh, and maybe he wasn't selling because he came out passing out flour tortillas to everyone they were, before yeah, the match. Yeah, they, they were throwing them Damn. at the crowd and stuff. Damn. Yeah, that's, that's messed up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't even find those at the grocery store right now and they're throwing them, them away, man. That's messed that's up. Like, <laughs> I told your dad I only watched the very first one of this. I watched day one, which was Mance and um, Savio oh, Vega oh. versus mm -hmm. um, Pagano, Pagano and, and what's his name? They the guy they go through a, a table that's on fire. Yeah. They go through all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff. And then I watched Hammerstone versus um, Laredo Kid. They were good matches, but I don't know. It's like the M8 MLW presentation. It doesn't catch the excitement and the magic if, say, that same exact show was being televised by AAA. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, feel, I, could, I understand that, yeah. It's just, film. believe it or not, AAA has better cameras, I think. I believe they their announcing is so much more exciting, the music. I don't know. This kind of felt like I was watching like a little tiny indie show in the middle of nowhere, even though this is a, yeah. this is a big show. Tijuana is a big city. 
these are two, you know, AAA is a huge promotion. And you're fighting some of the best AAA has to offer. I just mm -hmm. felt like MLW didn't do a good job of selling it. That was just what I got yeah. from it. But, but um, there was another good match that came out of it. Uh, I think it was... Uh, I, forgot, so I always forget his name. Bull, Bulldog son. I forgot his name. Oh, Davey Boy Smith. Yeah, Davey Boy Smith Jr. And Brian Pillman Jr. Versus, um, like, Puma King and, and another Tiger guy. Oh, and yeah. They put on, like, a really good match. I was... And and the crowd didn't hate Pillman or Nightheart. Oh. No, oh, or um, what's his Smith, Davey Voice. Yeah, they were like the good guys. Oh wow! For that, yeah. It's probably the history of their names. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, and like people in the crowd were wearing like Brian Pillman shirts and stuff. Nice. They probably handed those out. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But he was like signing autographs and stuff. It was. Although you never know, because I mean, um, Mexico, and it's, you know, they they like to rock the mullet in Mexico yeah. too. So I mean, so maybe they respect the flow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Tijuana, so this is this is border. This is more Americanized area of Mexico than mm -hmm. say Mexico City or somewhere. So except for the donkey shows, right? <laughs> Which they brought up in every chance they could. When, on the episode they I did. watched. On the episode I watched, I guess the dynasty went to the donkey show so many times. Yeah. Mansur oh, was yeah. trying to explain what a donkey show was to um, <laughs> the, the girl <laughs> interviewing him. And yeah. 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 <laughs> so it was like a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, there was a lot of donkey show mentions and stuff. So Kevin Smith was on AW. <laughs> Kevin Smith was on what? AW. Yeah, that was months ago. Thanks. No, he was on yeah, recently in that little one of those videos on the Bubbly Bunch. Yeah, with he Lou was? Ferrigno and the guy that plays Jay. Oh, they they did a little. They do these skits on the Bubbly Bunch, and they do this one like where they like pretend to like fight each other, and you hold your screen up, and yeah, Jay was on it, and so was Silent Bob. Mm. And Lou mm. Ferrigno, the Hulk. Yep, the Hulk was mm. on it. Um, and then um, Duff McKagan really from like Guns N' Roses. Oh yeah, because he's in he's in Jericho's band. Yeah, well, at least he's on the or, podcast. I don't, I don't know if he's on. Yeah. The... Oh no, yeah, that's right. I think they're really good friends. Yeah. There are some I'm, other guys. I'm really looking forward to next week's MLW, where you get the three, all three of the parks versus Psychosis, Psycho Clown, and Nino Hamburguesa. Wow, that that's that almost sounds like a non MLW show. I like it. <laughs> but the parks are the MLW guys. Yeah. Wow. It's I'll check that Joe out. Joe likes to watch the videos cooking with the parks. No, no, she it came on halfway through the episode. My mom was sitting down and she was like, "They really threw hot dogs in there?" Yeah. They they're making trying to make content. I'll give you, you know, Stardom yeah. just announced um and and I got a thing cuz I follow their YouTube. They're doing some kind of bubbly bunch thing where it's all these different girls from stardom and Yano. Um, so Yano's like, but I don't understand it because it's in Japanese, but Yano's kind of like doing it with them. So they're doing skits. <laughs> so everybody's kind of just trying to make content. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're trying to hold over till the end of this month. And then I think they'll start doing empty arena shows. Yeah. I, Which I can't wait for because I, I miss New Japan. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of old stuff, guys. That's what I do. I, I subscribe to a couple of apps. I told you I, I watched a lot of Defy. 
had a good time watching Defy. That that crowd was so hyped. I'm a big fan of that now. It's Seattle. So it's guys like Darby, just a bunch of people you've heard of. Joey Janela was in it. It's a bunch and I just because the crowd is so hyped, they were entertaining. And then I started I watched um oh, it's called Eve Riot. No, something Riot. It's from England. And this is the most punk rock wrestling I've ever seen. It's girls, but I swear to God, this looks like a real-life punk rock club that they're wrestling in. Literally, one side of the ring, there's a wall. So you can't... There's no There's no outside the ring action because there is no space outside the ring. People are literally <laughs> at the ring on three sides, and on the fourth side, there's a wall. And this is the dingiest, okay. nastiest little club, but the, the women that are in it are just amazing, and I've been watching old stuff. I watched a Nikki Cross versus Sheeta match. So they have a so it's mostly UK women, and they have a working agreement with Ice Ribbon, which is the um, other Japanese that is with start, like yeah, Stardom. So you get Sheeta, you get Yuka, you get um, Emi Sakura. All these women are coming, yeah, and they're fighting like people like... Um, Who's the champion of NXT UK? Uh, I think it's Tony Storm, maybe. No, not Storm. Or Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. So Kaylee Ray's in it. Um, Nikki Cross is in it. Jamie Hayter, B. Priestley, all these. So it's been pretty cool to watch okay. it. And literally, like I said, these are like, <laughs> like a punk rock club. Like definitely, some it's on my bucket list to go watch a wrestling match there someday. Just to say, <laughs> go to the UK. So. <laughs> But that's it. That's what I've been watching. We're going to visit um, our long, 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 maybe forgotten um, Indie Alley um, tournament. Um, yeah, we should go over. Indie Alley tournament bracket. Yeah, we should go over who's where and what round we're in and all that stuff. Uh, who wants to? Oh, okay. So right now we have four matches left. We have Moxley versus Okada. Mance Warner versus Osprey. Tetsuya Naito versus uh, Hiromu. Uh, Pete Dunne versus Kenny Omega. So this is the grade eight, correct? Yes, this is the grade eight. This is the final four. Included. If we do, <laughs> once we get into the final four, should we put this out to the public to vote? Or should uh, we do this ourselves? Like, can we do, do you want to do a poll? Like, when I we're mean, down to four? You, huh? <clears throat> you can if you want. Um we don't. You don't think they're gonna put Osprey? Are chain? you worried they're gonna what? take your guy from you? You're, yeah, you think that they might. Have I, don't, I don't care what the people say. <laughs> so that we should do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what they say. I mean, I could disagree. I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> you can't disagree with the numbers. I can disagree. Numbers don't lie. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the numbers of certain polls? Okay. All right. All right. All right. I know a number 45 lies a lot, so okay. don't tell me numbers don't lie. Okay. Yeah, but our <laughs> listeners don't lie. So okay. let's do the first match. This guy, okay. I almost feel like this one should be the last one to do because that's probably the toughest one to pick. First two? Which one? The, the Mox Okada. Yeah. Which one do you want to start with? We'll start with the bottom ones? Yeah, the other three are a little more cut and dry for me, I think. Well, I think that the Naito Takahashi one is a, a hard one. Yeah. Bottom two are... Hmm. What does hmm mean? Because hmm. I feel like... All right, we'll pick one. Joey, pick one, one of them and, and get us right. rolling. Want to do the bottom two? All right. Just pick one. 
Uh, start with uh, Mance Warner versus Will Ospreay. So, I think I'm going to have to go with a Will Ospreay. Yeah. No? Will Ospreay. Yeah. Mance got a little farther right. than he probably should have. Um, yeah. He should have lost to Shingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He probably should have. But I didn't want to Shingo Ospreay, so yeah. So, yeah. that's a pretty easy one for me. That's pretty cut and dry. Say Ospreay moves on. To the final four. Okay. Right. What about, he wins what his region. What about the uh, Pete Dunn versus Kenny Omega? How do you feel about that? What do you think? What do you think? Kenny Omega? Pete Dunn? I think Pete Dunn could win it. You think Pete Dunn could win it? Yeah. But I okay. think Kenny could win it too. Um, for me. I'm going Omega. I like Dunn, but I, I think Omega. I don't see Omega losing right there. He can brawl. Right. He can do what he with, needs uh, to do. To, that's Pete my Dunn. pick. Dunn? I'm going to go with Pete Dunn. Yeah, oh, go. Fred, you have to break this. Then, um, he doesn't like Kenny, I don't think. Oh, Kenny wins. All right. Because Kenny is one of the best in the world. Even though I don't have to like him to admit that, though. So do you want to do the other two? <clears throat> Let's do Naito Takahashi. Okay. All right. I'll start it off. I'm going to take Takahashi. Oh. I think that he's more exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. I think he can he can run with anyone in the world. And I think that he can make anyone look amazing, too. So I think he's a better wrestler. Oh, somebody likes the Hello Kitty guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm going to go next because we're going to make Joe we break this time. I'm going to oh. go Naito. And my theory is the same way I looked at Osprey versus Okada. Even though Osprey gave an Okada an incredible match in the um, G1, the reality is that Okada was still more experienced, still the bigger man at that time. And I think the weight and the experience that Naito has, it's going to be a good match. It's going to be a long match. It's going to be a close match. But I think Naito beats him. I think the leader wins. So we're going to have to go with uh, Tetsuya Naito because he's... It's gonna last longer on the ring. Here, you're about to get okay. Jackhammer through this table. All right, we'll see about that one. So Naito. All right. All right. Do the match. You want to do the John Moxley versus the Rainmaker? Want well, me to start it? I'll start it. I'm gonna oh. go Mox just because I want to mix it up. Um, and I've seen Okada versus Osprey before. I've never All seen right. Mox. That's my only thing. I think Okada's probably the better wrestler, but that's my. That's why I'm going Mox. Right. What are you going to pick? Because I think I know what I was going to pick. What are you going to pick? Well, I was going to pick Moxley, but who who are you going to pick? I was going to pick Moxley, all too. Right. So well, then really? Wow. So we all picked Moxley. Okay. 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 Yeah, I was going to pick him because I think that, I mean, Moxley fights like the crazy dudes all the time. The guys that guys are scared of. Suzuki. Suzuki. Lance Archer. All the people that are basically hardcore. And I don't think, like, I mean, he's a straight-up wrestler. I don't think he's tougher than John Moxley or how they portray John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I wanted something different. Because even Naito versus Omega is kind of, if you think about it, mm-hmm. You know, maybe we should have. I should have went Hiromo if I would have thought of it a little better versus Omega, but too late now. Um, yeah, I told you. Well, I tried to put Dunn over. <laughs> well, <laughs> we we have four champions at least. 
when we got this all said and done, we have the AEW champion, the Rev Pro champion, the New Japan champion, and the Triple A champion. And the Intercontinental champion. Yeah. Well, if you're going to do extras, also Omega is the tag and team Omega's champion. Omega's tag. Yeah. So we did manage to at least put guys with belts in our finals. If someone comes at Doesn't us. Doesn't Moxley still have a Japanese Oh, that's true. Too? He does have a Japanese championship. It's the IC title. Right. We just yeah. said that. Or the U.S. title. Same so thing. these guys have a lot of belts. Yeah. So these guys are champions. Osprey has Does Osprey the, have two belts? He has the Rev Pro. That's it? Yeah. He's about to get more once they start to. But the Rev, <laughs> well, that Rev Pro belt that he has is the belt that's defended in New Japan. It's the belt that, um, right. what's his name, mm-hmm. used to have. Saberhead. Yeah, Saberhead, forever. Gumby. Yeah. Well, um, we have two double champions, wait, well, three double champions, and also Will Ospreay's there, too. <laughs> Who is Wrestler of the Year, so I think we have wait, a pretty good it, final. Osprey doesn't have the tag belts anymore, does he? No. Oh, no. I don't know who has it. Is it Flip and um, Juice that have it? I mean, no, they lost it. Oh, it's Ta- Tanahashi. That's and right. Ibushi. Because um, yeah. the Inaugurables yeah. or whatever, they have everything right now. They have almost all the belts. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, there you yeah. go. Oh. But after a month off because of the pandemic, we're back with the tournament. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we will do will we do our finals and semifinals all together or yeah we don't need yeah, to spread this into two more shows <laughs> no that's ridiculous people are like are they still freaking doing this they, still do. they probably already turned this off anyways yeah yeah they're like screw these guys i'm listening to something else there you go yeah. all right well i guess we can wrap it up for the night We've talked a lot yeah okay yeah i think uh if they are not still listening to us hopefully they're still listening to like something from the nerdy legion podcast network <laughs> yeah see what i did there yeah. yeah plug the network yeah okay that's it that's it yeah what, where what are you can say? they find us they can find you not doing the workouts they can find what? andrew um uh watching some old wrestling and they can find you sitting in your room by yourself okay all right. <laughs> and that's Indie Alley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you later, guys. Later. <laughs>